Oh, my God. 
After 6 a.m., good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
introduce the band, Ruby Harris on the violin. Menachem Herman on the guitar. Shmuel Ramras on the bass. Natalia Goldstein on the drums. Let me introduce a dear friend of mine on the saxophone, Rabbi Simcha Abramson.
hear. Place your words on our hearts. Share your light with all nations. Father in heaven, have mercy upon us and keep us dear.
J.M. in the A.M. Ellie Deitch, Kishoshana. Sam Glazer at Avarabba. You heard Kulam done by Mordechai Shapiro, the Moshav band with both Shiru Hashem and One in the Heart. 
Hafakta, Diaspora from a Time for Music 27. Can't believe that was, uh, was that six, seven years ago? Wow. Can't believe it was that long ago already. <laughs> and Regesh. And by the way, a big, big hello to everybody at Camp Hask. Why not? We'll use that opportunity after we played something from a Time for Music to say hi to everybody in Parksville, New York. Our friends at Camp Hask, who I'm sure are enjoying an amazing summer. Why wouldn't they be? Uh, and, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Wednesday and this July the 28th, day 19 in the month of Menachem Av, the year 5781. Tufshin Pei Aleph, 71 degrees, 85% humidity, winds in north at 4 miles per hour. We've got some sun, got some partly cloudy weather, maybe a thunderstorm and a high temperature of 84. Then tonight, thunderstorms are possible, partly cloudy and a low of 70. Tomorrow, thunderstorms and a high for Thursday of 77 degrees. At least it's cooler than it will be cooler than it's uh, been over the last couple of days. 87 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 60 in Guilford, New York, where our friends at Camp Missoura are enjoying an amazing summer. Up in Guilford in Shenango County. And here in uh, New York City, it's 71 degrees on a Wednesday morning at JM in the AM. Our friends at Koren are honoring the first yard site of Ravadin Evan Israel Steinsaltz. They're giving away a free three-volume Steinsaltz Tanakh with every complete set of the Noe edition Koren Talmud Bavli. That goes until August the 6th. They're also giving 25% off on all Rabbi Steinsaltz books until August the 5th. Koren publishers are available at korenpub.com. Again, that is korenpub.com. Check it out. Take advantage of those offers. Hey, why not? Why not take advantage of those offers? Of course. I hope you will. Um, A reminder that um, there's free baseball this coming Monday night when the NYPD and Hatsala go head-to-head at Maimonides Park beginning at 6.30. It's this coming Monday night honoring retired Deputy Chief Charles Scholl. Hatsala versus the NYPD at Maimonides Park, and it's a free night out. Um, yeah, that's basically all you got to know, I think. Also, the Cyclones have announced Jewish Heritage Night for Sunday, August the 8th, beginning at 4 p.m. against the Hudson Valley Renegades. Information on that, you want? that's also at Maimonides Park. It's August the 8th. For information on that, contact our good friend Mordechai Torsky at the Cyclones, M. Torsky at brooklyncyclones.com, M. Torsky at brooklyncyclones.com. J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning. Um, I saw on the, uh, on the homepage of the Jerusalem Post, for the second day in a row, Israel has registered over 2,000 new cases of COVID. I don't know if, uh, and, and history will show, that very often these things linger and, you know, stick around for years. And um, I think we need to start getting used to that. I think so many of us, almost rightfully so, thought that with the vaccine and with the aggressive manner uh, with which uh, world leaders dealt with COVID, you know, shutting down the world, basically. Uh, I think we thought that this would be, you know, 
nipped in the bud, so to speak, at some point. But in Israel, uh, they've registered 2,260 coronavirus cases Tuesday, the second day in a row over 2,000. Of the 95,000 tests, 2.3% returned a positive result. A month earlier, the positivity rate was 0.7. Plus, 153 patients were in serious condition as of this morning, 15 more than 24 hours earlier, and 85 more than last week on Wednesday. 28 of them were on ventilators. Also Wednesday, Prime Minister Bennett, Health Ministry Director General Professor Nachman Ash, expressed their support to Public Health Services head Alroy Price, after the attacks by anonymous members of the coronavirus cabinet reported on Channel 13 on Tuesday night, Bennett said Dr. Alroy Price Sharon is a dedicated and professional public servant who works day and night for the health of the citizens of Israel. The personal attacks against her are neither proper nor acceptable. Sharon has our full backing for her work. Ash said Dr. Price plays a critical role in the healthcare system in general and in facing the corona pandemic in particular, carrying out her role responsibly and judiciously considering all the deliberations and national challenges and dealing with the virus with an emphasis on on the public health she is entrusted with. So Israel is going through its own, uh, not just corona situation, but the political corona situation is uh, gearing up and getting hotter and heavier. Um, Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But I think that this this attitude of... uh, buckling in and getting ready for a much longer COVID battle than any of us thought. I think that's becoming a reality. And I don't know how they're going to deal with uh, easing restrictions while at the same time cases are going up. I don't know how they're going to deal with travel in and out and all that. I just don't know. I don't know if anybody knows at this point. I mean, how long can a country continue without a tourism industry. And I say this both to the U.S. and Israel. How long can a country stay without a tourism industry? Um, What would be so difficult or so problematic right now if both countries simply switch to a, you know, PCR test only? Although I guess in America, that's basically what it is, right? Also in the U.S., it's different because so many people are, uh, are, are touring from other parts of the U.S. So it's not like they're being shut out officially. From traveling to New York. So I don't know how long a country can go without a tourism industry. I don't know how long uh, so many of the industries that have been shut down for COVID can can last and outlast this this virus. I don't know. But uh, for those of us who thought we were on the on the upswing that this thing was dying down boy what a different perspective we have now. In Israel last August, it was a pretty serious situation. You may remember that uh, right after Tisha B'Av when so many weddings were taking place in Israel, many of them were restricted to 10 people, 20 people. People were creative in how to, you know, figure out a way to increase their crowded drop. And uh, now we see one year later, they're not down to 10 people in an event yet, but they are very concerned and who knows what's next in this area. Yeah. We've got ourselves a pandemic and one that's not going away. More coming up. It is a Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM and the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Feel free to email us, Nahum at NahumSingle.com, Nahum at NahumSingle.com. 
And uh, certainly feel free to uh, check out all of our social media. Nachum Single Network, Nachum Single Net. On Facebook, it's Nachum Single Network. Twitter, Nachum Single Net. Instagram, Nachum Single Network. Check out all of our uh, social media and keep up with us in that way as well. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM.
תשיב בי את הרוח, תוריד ממני את הגשם. היה לי ים זמן לנוח, התרגלתי קצת בעצם, ובמרחב הפתוח, רואים באופק את השמש, אין ספק אני בטוח, בסוף עוד תתבהר הדרך. פתח לנו שערי אמונה, שערי הבנה, שאין לנו מלך, אלא אתה. סיבת הסיבות, עילת העילות, נורת העילות, ורק לך נאה להודות, על כל הימים וכל הלילות. Wednesday, Sibata Sibo, done by Yishai Rebo, of course. Eitan Katz before that. Mano Mar is the name of that one. Zamer, that was Simcha Liner. Aspaklaria with Od Yishama. And uh, here we are on a Wednesday at JM in the AM. A reminder, we're trying our hardest to get jobs or to find jobs or to match people up with jobs in our community. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Just send it to us. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Anything in the... Jewish not-for-profit professional realm goes to our friends at the Joel Paul Group. Otherwise, we try our hardest and our best 
to match you up with somebody for employment. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Wednesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman, kosher hot dog sausage in Delhi is the world's best. Serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Galitzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up and plenty more, of course, on this Wednesday morning broadcast. We were speaking earlier about the uh, numbers in Israel that are going up. In terms of COVID, there are over 2,000 positive cases a day now in the state of Israel, which is a much larger positivity rate than it was uh, even recently. And um, we shall see what type of restrictions are continuing, what type of restrictions are going to be introduced by the government of the state of Israel under Prime Minister Bennett as uh, COVID is uh, is back and back with a vengeance. I'll tell you, I never, I never thought that... <laughs> I never thought that these summer months would bring an increase in COVID. Lay people like me always think it's the winter months that bring on illness and sickness. Boy, I certainly seem to be wrong on this one. Golly, it's on the background. Golly, it's on Israel Army Radio 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Toe from JM in the AM. חודש לפתיחת שנת הלימודים, מזכלית הסתדרות המורים יפה בן דוד תוקפת את התנהלות הממשלה ואומרת לאמיר איבגי, המנהלים לא ערוכים לפתיחת השנה, תפסיקו לריב ביניכם וסכמו על מתווה. לא ראינו שום תרחיש שהכינו, אנחנו רק שמענו שרוצים לפתוח את שנת הלימודים בכיתות מלאות. אנחנו בעד פתיחת המערכת שכולם יגיעו למערכת החינוך. מה שצריך לעשות זה להגיד לכל האנשים שמקבלים את ההחלטות, חבר'ה, תפסיקו לריב, תקבלו הסכמות ומוסכמות כדי שאנחנו נוכל לדעת איך אנחנו פותחים את שנת הלימודים. מנהלים לא ערוכים חודש לפני לפתיחת שנת הלימודים. וברקע הדיונים על קבלת מנת דחף שלישית, הפרופסור ערן סגל ממכון ויצמן למדע אומר לי האלדן, יש מחקרים ראשונים שמראים שהמנה השלישית בטוחה. ישנן עדויות שמגיעות גם מישראל על ירידה מסוימת ביעילות החיסון לאורך זמן ויש גם מחקרים שהתחילו לצאת, זה מחקרים ראשונים, אבל שמראים שהמנה השלישית היא בטוחה אבל יותר מכך, הם מראים גם שיש עלייה בכמות הנוגדנים שמיודעים לנטרל את הנגיף בהחלט ייתכן שעם מנה שלישית אנחנו נחזיר את היעילות הגדולה של החיסונים הוארך ביום אחד בלבד מעצרו של נתין זר מאריתריאה, לחשוד באונס אישה ופריצה לביתה. בדיון עלה כי החשדות נגדו נחלשים, עם הפרטים כתבנו בתל אביב בן נצר. בדיון הארכת המעצר של מדרג תספניס מאריתריאה, עלה כי קורבן העבירה לא זיהתה אותו במסדר זיהוי, אלא אדם אחר, שעדיין כלל לא נחקר. עוד עולה שהחשוד טוען לאליבי, אותו במשטרה מסבירים שהפריחו. בסיום אמר השופט אלה מסראווה. שזיהוי החשוד מבוסס על ראיות ראשוניות בלבד, כך שייתכן שהחשד נגדו אף נחלש, והאריך את מעצרו של תספניס ביום אחד. שישה חברי כנסת מהליכוד ומשעה סתרו לבג"ץ נגד הרכב ועדות הכנסת, שלטענתם הם בעל רוב ניכר לקואליציה בוועדות המרכזיות. בעתירה שהגיש עורך הדין אילן בומבך נכתב כי החלטת הכנסת שאישרה את הרכב הוועדות ביקשה לסלק באופן חסר בושה מכשולים פרלמנטריים העומדים בדרכה של הממשלה באמצעות עיקור כוחה של האופוזיציה. כתבנו איתי שריג מוסר כי העותרים מבקשים מבית המשפט להורות לוועדת הכנסת 
לגבש הצעה חדשה בדבר הרכב הוועדות הקבועות. ראש התחום הפוליטי יניר קוזין מציין כי לא כולם בליכוד תומכים במהלך ובראשם מרכז האופוזיציה יריב לוין הסבורים כי אין מקום לפנות לבג"ץ כדי שיתערב בעבודת הכנסת. היוצר והשחקן צבי שיסל הלך היום לעולמו בגיל 75. השחקן מזוהה בין היתר עם חבורת מייסדי לול ובסרטים מציצים ועיניים גדולות. כתב תחום התרבות בנימין כהן ג'ייקובס מוסר כי שיסל אף ביים סרטים רבים בהם הסרט כבלים והסרט האחרון בסדרת אסקימו לימון. דוד שיסל, בנו של צבי, ספד לו בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים. הוא לא הרגיש כל כך טוב, לקראת סוף שבוע, יום שבת הגיע לבית חולים, למיון, ומשם לאשפוז, לא הבינו מה קורה. לאט לאט, לטיפול נמרץ, וקריסת מערכות. חגגנו ל-75 שבוע שעבר, הוא לא צעיר, אבל אין מחלות רקע, וזה קרה בצורה מהירה ומפתיעה. מזג האוויר, עלייה בטמפרטורות בערים ובפנים הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
שתתמלא רחמים על החתן והכלה
J.M. in the A.M. Miami with Ayam Benora. Before that, Azorna. Oid, oid, done by Strilly Williger. You heard Yaakov Shweki's Chaim Shal Shalom. A little kind of Shema. Shlemi Daskal opened up that set here on a Wednesday morning broadcast at J.M. in the A.M. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Zechonishmas Harav Zebner Vesavalevi. Zechonishmas Esther Basher Vesavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read a Pasuk in Devarim. Ubi Mishom. From there you will see Kashem. Umatsasa, and you will find him. Because you sought him out with all your heart and all your soul. The Vilna Goin asked the question Why does it begin in Loshan Rabim, the plural? Uvikashtem, and you will seek him out. However, in the middle of the Pasuk, it says, Umatsasa, and you will find him. That is in Lashon Yachid, or the singular tense. 
The Goin says that the reason is because we have a Gemara. It says in the Talmud in Rosh Hashanah, this one prayed and was answered. This one prayed and was not answered. Why was the first one answered and the second one wasn't? Because one prayed a tefillah shlema, a complete prayer. He or she was answered. Vizelo hispalel tefillah shlema, but the one that did not pray a complete prayer, lo nana, that person was not answered. What's the difference between the two prayers? One had proper kavana, the feeling and the intention, and the second was, as we say, mitzvah sanoshim ilumuda. It was just going through the motions. Because of that, the pasuk says, ubikashtem, there will be many who will pray, but only those that pray with great kavana, only those that are devoted to their prayer, certainly will be answered. The Shartzion Balocha answers that if an individual only prayed with his mouth, it is not considered shlema because his heart is absent. And Hashem requires the service of the heart. We find that when Chana went to Shila with Elkanah, she was observed praying by Elia Kohen. So the Pasuk says, we saw that Chana was praying only her lips were moving. However, you could not hear her voice. One can never tell the effect of even the simplest person's prayers. No one should ever be discouraged, God forbid, but to remember that each and every day we have a power beyond human comprehension of praying. It once happened that a two-year-old boy was brought to the Chassam Sofer. He was a Cholim Asukon. He was a dangerously ill child. The doctors had completely given up on his life. The Chassam Sofer locked himself up in the room. He prayed from the depths of his heart. He cried. When he came out of the room, he said, For this child, I asked for a Yoival, meaning 50 years. The child grew up to be the great Ksav Soifer. He left this world at the age of 52. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Saviv, Enai Chudi, 
JM in the AM. Kolachai with C.E. Saviv. Wednesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Well, um, I want to thank Chef Barre. He just sent me um, Prime Minister Bennett's latest statement regarding the COVID situation in Israel. Essentially, the only way you could, after August the 8th, the only way you could walk into a shul, uh, a theater, any public event of over 100 people, both indoor and outdoor, which I found interesting, uh, is with a uh, negative PCR test, which you have to pay for, or vaccination proof. That's the uh, new August 8th deadline in Israel. And uh, what can I say? This is what's happening. This is what's going on. Is this the uh, another step toward reopening? Who knows? Not quite sure what it's another step to in general, but uh, maybe it'll help people reacclimate to um, to society without too much of a spread of this uh, new Delta variant. That seems to be the the reason, at least based on his statement, the reason Prime Minister Bennett has uh, laid down the law in this manner because of this new Delta variant. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM with 71 degrees, some sun, some partly cloudy weather, maybe a shower and a high of 84. Then tonight, thunderstorms, possible. Partly cloudy and a low of 70. Tomorrow, thunderstorms, a high of 77. 87 in Yerushalayim, 60 degrees up in Guilford, New York, where our friends at Camp Missouri are enjoying day one of the second session of camping for this season. Oh, by the way, I want to give a special shout-out to Dr. Moshe Melman. Uh, Dr. Moshe Melman is... Um, is not only listening this morning, but like I, uh, he was like I was. He was rooting for Boys Campus in the Camp Masora Zimria. Yeah, at least that's what it seems. It seems that's where his heart was. So I thank him, and I thank him very much for tuning in this morning here at JM in the AM. Uh, it's a Wednesday. Um, Yeshai Fleischer, about fifteen minutes from now. We have some things to discuss about Hevron, about Israel. Yishai Fleischer coming up 8 o'clock Eastern time here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow at this time, literally at this time. Tomorrow, literally at this time. Could you imagine? We're going to be, uh, we're going to be keeping a close eye or maybe both eyes on the Team Israel-South Korea baseball game. That's happening in Japan, 6 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. So uh, tomorrow's going to be an interesting JM in the AM because we will <laughs> we'll be presenting our show, and at the same time, we're going to be paying careful attention to what's happening uh, very, very far away. <laughs> and I mean very. Anyways, that's tomorrow here at JM. And then Friday morning, uh, Israel plays the U.S., yeah, we won't discuss the timing of that game, but uh, but we'll certainly be following it. That I can tell you, <laughs> and that's for sure. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abels and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code RADIO. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. And speaking of promo code RADIO, you know the rule, whenever you go to artscroll.com. Whenever you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. For instance, Sina Mizrahi's brand new cookbook is out. I hope you have it already. If not, order it now. Go to artscroll.com slash goodfood. Artscroll.com slash goodfood. Sina Mizrahi with the brand new cookbook. And um, again, when you order it or anything, every single time, 
you use promo code radio, you know what happens? You get a nice discount and you get free shipping. No matter how small your purchase is. Amazing, huh? Um, so again, artscroll.com slash good food for that book and artscroll.com in general with promo code radio. By the way, Rabbi Nachman Seltzer is scheduled for next week. Speaking of our friends at Artscroll, Rabbi Nachman Seltzer is scheduled for next week. The book is called Reb Getzel. The book is called Reb Getzel, The Dramatic Life of Reb Getzel Berger, Builder of an Empire of Chesed. As we're about to start our Chesed campaign at the beginning of Elul, that's a good book to focus on. We'll focus on it next week with author of Nachman Seltzer right here at JM in the AM. Very much looking forward to that. After all, whenever we get an opportunity now to discuss uh, Chesed on the air, we, uh, we take advantage. We take advantage and do everything in our power uh, to discuss it and uh, to focus on it. Uh, more coming up. Moshe Feld is next on a Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
Lieber 
J.M. in the A.M. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Um, Eitan Katz with Baruch Hu. You heard May Imika done by Lipa Schmelzer. MBD's Vahachain Oto Ayom. That was from Moshe Feld. Wednesday morning, we are uh, trying to make contact with Yishai Fleischer, who's traveling in the United States. He's scheduled for 8 o'clock this morning, a few minutes ago, and uh, no doubt we will get a hold of him in the next few minutes, please God, and get his uh, take on things coming up right here at JM and the AM. 71 degrees, some sun, some partly cloudy weather, and of course, a possibility of some showers with a high temperature of 84. Um, Don't forget that uh, Team Israel plays in the Olympics. The Israel baseball team plays in the Olympics uh, tomorrow, starting at 6 a.m. Eastern time, we'll be following that closely. Then there's a free night of baseball coming up this Monday night when Hatzalah plays the NYPD at Maimonides Park in Brooklyn. Keep that in mind. Then Sunday, August 8th, Jewish Heritage Night with the Brooklyn Cyclones. Contact our good friend Mordechai, <coughs> excuse me, Mordechai Tversky for information. mtwersky at brooklyncyclones.com, mtwersky at brooklyncyclones.com. So there are uh, lots of things going on, to say the least. Lots of things, especially in the world of baseball. Imagine that. And we, of course, have the latest news for you here at JM in the AM. Uh, don't forget that ShopEichlers.com is featuring a, a massive sale on the entire Waterdale collection. 20% off between now and August the 1st. 20% off between now and August the 1st on all their Shabbos cards, uh, the Bir Hasamazon cards. Uh, the uh, unique washing cups, including the Hexagon Lucite washing cup. Uh, the washing bowls are on sale. The leather challah covers are on sale. Uh, the embroidered leatherette challah covers on sale. I mean, the leather napkin wraps, the uh, Lucite salt shakers in trapezoid, um, <laughs> trapezoid shape. They have a lot of cool stuff, no joke. Uh, check it out. Go to shopeichlers.com slash Waterdale, shopeichlers.com slash Waterdale, 20% off between now and August the 1st, uh, shopbyclothes.com includes uh, same-day delivery to places like Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, and Jackson, New Jersey. Check it all out now. Go to the website at shopbyclothes.com. More coming up. It's a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Um, and we are going to try to get... Uh, to get uh, Yishai Fleischer on for a couple of uh, comments regarding things happening in this crazy world of ours. 
coming up at JM in the AM. Younger, a song called Chesed here at JM in the AM. Well, we promised you Yishai Fleischer. Yishai Fleischer is international spokesman for the Jewish community of Hebron, plus, of course, many other titles, including broadcaster, journalist, etc. He's traveling now in the United States, and he joins us on this Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Yishai, shalom, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Nachum, how are you? What's going on? Baruch Hashem, everything is wonderful. 
I uh, I was thinking of you for a variety of reasons. <laughs> this crazy world of ours has uh, uh, gives us a lot to think about, to say the least. And frankly, I, I wanted to have you on yesterday, uh, and I'm glad at least it worked out for today, Baruch Hashem. As you know, yesterday, the 18th of Menachem Av was the anniversary of the 1929 Tarpat Massacre, 92 years. And I wanted to get your perspective as we move so further and further away from such an important and obviously very sad event in Jewish history. Um, A lot of people, because of the comfort and luxury that we're in, both here and in Israel especially, don't realize what life was like for Jews pre-state. What are your impressions when you think back of what happened in Hebron 92 years ago? Well, you know, uh, the, the way that you framed it, is that, uh, you know, now we kind of don't remember the, the horrors of the past because of the comfort of today. That might be true in a lot of parts of the Jewish world, uh, if it's in America and, and a lot of parts of Israel as well. But in Hebron, you still remember it very well. If you, if you come to Hebron, the reason you remember it well is because uh, that massacre, which was headed up by a, a very bad dude by the name of Hajimin al-Husseini, he was the Mufti of Jerusalem, um, and he taught the Arabs there... He taught them Nazi-like um, hate for Jews. And I say the word Nazi specifically because he actually became a Nazi. Right. He became an active member of the Nazi party and was the head, uh, one, one of the heads of the Bosnian SS, which ended up killing 40,000 Jews. So he had a long career of hating Jews and killing Jews. The problem is, is uh, today in Hebron, the mayor of Hebron, is a, is a guy by the name of Tiasir Abu Snena, and he himself had a hand in murdering six Jews in 1980. Today he's the head of the city, the mayor of the town. So in, in Hebron, that kind of attitude and that kind of jihadist hate for, for the Jewish people is still prevalent. It's far from everybody in Hebron. We have many Arabs who, are, uh, who in 1929 saved Jews, and even today we have many Arabs who are you know, pro-state of Israel and certainly not... not, not uh, looking to murder Jews in the, in the Nazi fashion, and yet there are plenty who are. Uh, yeah. And so, and we see them, and we hear them, and they attack our community, and we, we fight off um, stabbing attacks and shooting attacks, etc., you know, on a weekly basis. So what can I tell you? Uh, it's not like that ideology is gone, and moreover, it has shifted today from just knives and guns to also trying to erase Jewish history, and so we see um, the, the, the Ben and Jerry's thing. Ben and Jerry's called to stop, uh, they decided to stop selling ice cream in what they call the occupied Palestinian territories. They even came up with this Rashi uh, Tevot, OPT, the occupied Palestinian territories. And they're telling the world the Jews don't belong in Judea and Samaria, which really means, by the way, it always really means Jews don't belong in Israel. Because if we don't belong in Hebron, if we don't belong in so-called East Jerusalem, which is the Kotel and the Temple Mount, then we certainly don't belong in Tel Aviv because right. they're undermining all of our history. So, so that's, it's just code, really. It's just code language. So in some ways, you know, Israel today is a fabulous country, and you were, you were in Israel last week while I was here uh, in Florida and in Texas. Um, um, and so, so I'm jealous of you a little bit. Um, <laughs> some people would some people would say you've chosen well, Florida and Texas. <laughs> some some might say the only but, two normal states still around. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. No, it is fun to 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 travel here. 
but just to finish off that last point, you know, Israel is really doing so, so well, and yet some of that old hate is, is very popular today. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it's out there. Uh, with regarding to Texas, it is a great state, and I want to tell you one of the things I love about this state is Texas pride. I just love it. You go into the store, and they have uh, shirts that say, I love this shirt. There's a, a famous song by, you play Jewish music, but there's a, a famous artist named Garth Brooks, and he's got this song that starts, Blame It All on My Roots. So they have this like shirt that says, Blame It All on My Roots. And I was like, that's what we need in Hebron. You know, blame yeah. it on my roots. Yeah. It's, it's the fathers and the mothers. Anyway, it's great to be down here with, with the good <laughs> Texas pride. It's, uh, it's some, I was in Palestine, Texas. I went to Palestine. Okay. Yeah, I went there on purpose to make a video and to take pictures and to, and to just hang out there. And, and guess what? Palestinians from Palestine, Texas, they are as pro-Israel as you can get. Uh, with 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 a belief in the Tanakh and a, and, a, and a belief in the God of Israel, so uh, Palestinians, I, I I wanted to make a video that Palestinians stand with Israel. Yeah, no doubt. I, I have no trouble believing that. It's funny you say about the roots. Whenever someone says to me, "You're so tall," I always say, "I blame my parents." So when people <laughs> when people yell at us for the love of Hebron, we should blame our parents for that as well. Uh, and of course, you just reminded me that uh, the person or one of the people responsible for the murder of my friend Shmuel Mermelstein in 1980 is now the mayor of Hebron. Something to keep in mind mm. when we think of the. Uh, and, and of course, I've had the, I would call it honor of of sleeping in Beit Hashisha, which of course is named for the victims of that night, uh, Shabbat night, Lagba Omer weekend back in 1980. Uh, Yishai Fleischer is with us. He's speaking to us from the United States. I had a. Um, I I, I I was so curious about your your um, lessons from COVID and not really, you know, whether the prime minister and other leaders in this world are doing the right or wrong thing. I mean, the fact that you're hanging out in Texas probably gives you a better perspective regarding how things should be handled COVID-wise. But, I mean, the, you know, when we look back now at, you know, God uh, engineering the closure of the world, so to speak, for a year and a half, or at least, you know, some type of closure – for a year and a half, and the restrictions on travel. And most importantly, and Yishai, this is where I really want to get your comment, most importantly, where Jews in the diaspora have recently, since the establishment of the state, and certainly since 1967, have always had the attitude, if something goes wrong, I have a passport. If something goes wrong, I I can always get to the Holy Land to get to protection, to a protective atmosphere. And then, of course, we've seen, I could tell you how tough it is, even for a guy like me with siblings in Israel, how tough it is to still get into the Holy Land right now. I'd like to get your perspective on those of us who mistakenly felt if anything goes wrong, we could immediately get to the Holy Land. Yeah. Well, I, I like to speak candidly on, on this topic, and it's um, uh, there's there's a lot of issues here. First and foremost, let's just remember that real people were were hurt and 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 people died from this disease, continue to die. Uh, and so, like, before we talk about it in any other way, I just want to make it clear that, that like, our heart goes out to the people who, who were infected, who were hurt by this thing. I know many people that one way or another were quite seriously hurt and injured uh, through this thing and loss of life. So that's, that's like, the first, that's the first thing, and we all have to pray that, that Hashem gets rid of this disease uh, out of this world. That's, that's number one. Uh, number two is, for me, the minute this thing struck, the minute it struck, Kurdish Baruch put in my mind the thought that this is like a Shemitah year. It's like a Shemitah year. It's like a, it's like a year where, where things are left fallow, like the Torah says, the seventh year. And, and I just understood that this was a time for me 
and I'm talking myself personally, right. to go into the house to spend time with my kids and to write and to do other things and to just take it easy and, and enjoy. Let, let this strange situation kind of like wash over me. And I, I personally, unlike some of my friends, had a great year. I just enjoyed it so much, uh, that, that personal time with the family. Uh, we weren't stuck in a city. We were outside. We were in, you know, in, in, in Gushetzion. And, and there was still room to breathe and to, go, and to go out. Other friends of mine, though, I have to tell you, suffered either from actual COVID or from a type of COVID derangement syndrome, which was either the kind that my germy friends, people who are, and I don't mean this derogative in a derogatory manner at all, people who feared, you know, getting sick, got hyper, hyper nervous. Right. And then the other kind, my, let's call them, the range of spectrum between anti-vaxxers and, and freedom type people who don't want, you know, government oversight. Really, some of them actually flipped out. I have, I have good friends who like really, really mentally suffered during this time because they just felt that there was coercion, that the whole thing was a lie, and that, that the, the narrative was, was, you know, telling them something that it's not and certain medicines were, were not being given. And they just, they got so deeply into it. And they, they got very upset, and instead of kind of having a peaceful year, they had a very upset year. Now, with regarding to what you specifically wanted to know about, about Jews in the diaspora, I was, at first, for the first year of this, that, and that's the other part, it was, it's now been over a year. The, the, the one year, I think, was okay, you know, we were able to deal with it, but now it's becoming, like, too much. And so I have friends also in the tourism industry. And my tourism friends, like my good friend Mayor Eisman, uh, whose family's from Passaic, you know, he's a great, wonderful, amazing tour guide, uh, for, especially for the Haredi sector, and with a great love of Eretz Israel. He says to me, Ishai, this is absurd. We should make, a, uh, we should make it so that Jews um, should have an easier time coming here. What is this restriction? So at first, I, was, I saw the positive side to it, a little bit of what you were hinting at, which is, let Jews know that Eretz Israel is not Disney World, that you could come to it at any time. Right. And maybe the absence makes the heart grow fonder, and maybe the realization that, like, it's not always yours for, you know, the, the holy vacation that I wanted to take, with the food vacation that I want to go to Eretz Israel, and, you know, and that kind of attitude where it's like this, like, playground for Yiddishkeit and for, for my summer, whatever it is. It's more of a place that we have to do, earn, develop, mm-hmm. fight for, etc., but now it's starting to go the other way, which is it's like it's like a year and a half, and people are like, "Hey, you know, like State of Israel, like wh- why are you, why are you keeping us out so so stringently? Like f- find us ways to to come into the land." Uh, now Israeli leaders, you know, are trying to protect Israel from from getting sick. I understand them, but it's really a a, a tough situation, and people here are, uh, you know, people here in the United States. I, I could see that they're. That they're really, uh, as we say, halishing, really yearning for, uh, for a chance to, to get back. One thing that I can tell you also is an interesting cor- 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 correlation, maybe correlated, is that purchase of property in the land of Israel by American Jews has skyrocketed. Right. Uh, that's a fact. Right. Uh, I don't know if it's correlated, but it's a fact that it has skyrocketed. People just sense that... They have to have their and when I go around speaking now, I don't even, I don't even tell people like make aliyah. I just say buy an apartment in Israel. It's right. good for your money. It's good for your future. And people are like, you're right. So, 
So all all together, all together, what can I tell you, Nachum? It's it's a wild it's a wild situation. Don't the, hey, don't, don't, go a, down and, don't a lot of the people in Chevron need the tourism industry to return? Not just the guides, but in general, you you know you you may go through another Sukkot now where where there aren't tens of thousands of people visiting the holy city, and that could that could only be to the detriment of the people living there. One hundred percent, and 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 we just just on our internal groups, we were just discussing Chai Sarah. Is Chai Sarah like happening or or, or not happening? Uh, are people going to be coming or not coming? So, and, La- and, last, you know, I already, last, I, last year, Chayasar was just completely empty, like completely canceled. Yes, it, yes, it was completely canceled. Yes, wow. yes, it was completely. It was. It was. You know what I mean? It was. It was. It was. It was bereft of her children. You know that type of thing. But okay, for one year, you know, right. you could stand the Mishugas. But like now, it's starting to be. It's starting to go over that Shemitah year and starting to uh, to go long. Um, and look, you can be. There's different sides of the discussion. Is it is it just? Are we doing the right thing by by keeping the country safe by not letting people from the outside in? Uh, my my good friends, you know, swear up and down that that's not right. That we have to uh, allow more people to come back in, and we you have know, to kind of break, you know, you break know, the siege. It's funny because this morning, earlier this morning during the show, I commented on the air without referencing Shemitah. I commented on the air that now that we realize this is going to be a lot, I mean, it's summer. Everyone assumed that, you know, even though it didn't happen last summer, everyone assumed that with summer now, you know, things would really ease up in terms of the uh, Delta variant and it wouldn't be as serious. Everyone, for some reason, I shouldn't say everyone, but us lay people, for some reason, always think the winter, you know, lends itself to more of serious health situations. Um, and, and it's not happening the way we predicted and not happening the way we hoped. And now it's going to be a lot more than a year. And this may be, I mean, pandemics last. Pandemics last for a while. There, there are four, three, four, and five-year cycles of these things. So I think we just, I, I, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to encourage, you know, people around the world to start putting pressure on public officials to figure out responsible ways. You know, you could do a Chayesara, just as an example, with PCR testing, with proof of vaccination, I mean, there's a way to at least, you know, stem the tide and almost guarantee that you're going, you know, beyond the call of duty to make sure that the crowd is protected. I, I, I just don't think our public officials see it that way. That's all. Yeah. Um, it's, it's such a tricky topic because, I, you know, because there's like because I, I keep my ears open and I hear like both sides and they're right. so strident in their, in their perspectives. So, look, I flew on an airplane just now. With, with my three kids, and they all had masks on the whole time. On the other hand, when people asked me to vaccinate my, my, my young children, I said, no, I'm not going to do that. It's, I'm just, it's, not, it's not ready. It's not tested. I'm not, it, this thing doesn't attack children, seriously. So what, you know, I'm not going to put something in my children's body that, I, that I'm not ready for. Right. To do a chayesara with PCR testing, it's an interesting idea. It's an interesting idea. Um, you may not get to 20,000 people, but you may get 2,000 people. Who knows? Right, that's right, that's right. That's right. Yishai Fleisch is with us, international spokesman of the Holy City of Chevron, and of course, uh, many other distinguished positions. He's now traveling in the United States. Um, finally, Yishai, and um, I-, I mentioned to you off the air that, uh, uh, I mean, any time I could reference my dear dear brother and friend, Mayor Weingarten of blessed memory, I take the opportunity to do so. And this is the type of thing I would have brought up with him on the air. And, uh, t- and today you're going to assume that role, my friend, and I thank you for that. Uh, I'm in Israel last week, and you, you, you're going to think this is nuts. And when I would bring up these topics, see, sometimes would think I was crazy. But I'm I'm flying on the plane, and you know, checking out the videos they have online, 
And they, I mean, I'm, I don't even know if you know about this because I don't know if you're into TV at all. But there's a show in the United States called Cash Cab. Okay. And the idea, okay. the idea is someone gets into a cab in New York and and it turns into a game show, you know, completely unbeknownst. Yeah, we have it in Israel. Okay. We so, have it also. So in Israel, they call it. And so I'm watching the Israeli version, which I'd never seen before until this trip. It's called, um, I think it's called Monit Kesef. I think it's called Monit Kesef, if I'm not mistaken. Or Kesef Monit, whatever it is. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm watching this show, and I, I am always fascinated with the with the amount of with, with the, I am always fascinated with the incredible connection and I hope I say this right cuz I don't want to insult anybody the incredible connection that the completely disconnected Jew in Israel has to Judaism right I am I'm, I'm always fascinated with the topic mayor and I discussed it a million times in a variety of manners you watch TV in Israel and it, it's unbelievable how culturally Jewish and culturally religious so many things are on television, even though it's being presented by people who are not ritually observant. And I'm right. watch, I'm watching this cash cab Israeli edition, and half the questions are about Tanakh, Jewish history, the Hebrew language. Obviously, they ask questions about you know uh, Academy Awards and movies as well. But it's unbelievable to me to watch these Israelis with you know who are coming from a club in Tel Aviv late at night and hopping into a cab. And are dressed in a manner that none of us want any of our kids to dress, <laughs> and and they are completely fluent in so many of these topics. They have so much Judaism within them, even though they are not ritually observant. You must give me your reaction to this. Well, first thing, it is a great show, and it's also a funny <laughs> show. It's called Monit Hakesef. It's ah. a good show, and the, the host is just—he's good. He's funny, uh, and you do get to meet it. My wife watches another show, which is the the Master Chef show. Uh huh. And and there you see also such Judaism come out of the food, the culture where you came from, and the, my house, and my parents made kiddush, and I won't make non kosher food, and in the show, et cetera, et cetera. Very, you know, you do get to see it a lot. Uh, I think I think Nachum, part of the answer is that there's something in this world that happens organically, holistically, through the place that you live. It just comes out of the ground, just like here in Texas. You could feel that Texas pride. Uh, and, and in all places, you know, the, the culture just seeps through. Uh, in Eretz Israel, uh, even though the school system in the secular world is not, you know, strongly uh, Jewish, it's not, it's not, you know, I don't think it's doing a great job teaching, you know, the basics of Judaism. Still, through the home and through the land, it just seeps in. And you, if you look at Israeli politics, Israeli politics is moving all the time more towards the national towards the religious right. there's everybody admits this that there's a movement to the to the what they call the right side of the spectrum yeah. and so so Jews are 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 in a, in an organic kind of way coming back to their roots and they're interested in their roots plus plus for god's sakes the story of Israel is the greatest story ever told but, but, it's but the most exciting but sometimes when how, how can you not know it right but and, you know? and again i don't want I'm, I'm trying not to criticize but i'm trying to open up people's eyes those of us on this side of the world who are ritually observant will often look, you know, with a certain disdain to those who are not, especially those who live in Israel. And they need to know that those kids that I just described earlier know Hebrew better than your kids. I don't mean you. I mean the kids here in America. Know Hebrew better than your kids. Know more Tanakh than the people, you know, in your family are more familiar with and, you know, and, and feel a certain way about what you just said, Kiddush and other ritually observant things 
um, you know, than people here do, even though, again, their day may not be completely filled with, you know, what we would, what we, you know, 100% observant. And, and you know, this, right. the, tomorrow the Israel baseball team takes the field against South Korea. The Israel baseball team, when they remove their caps, at least this is what happened here in New York, when they remove their caps for the anthems, etc., they're wearing yarmulkes. They don't have to. A cap is sufficient. You don't have to have a yarmulke. But they feel that they're representing the Jewish people. When I spoke to tomorrow, to tomorrow's starting pitcher on the air, which happened a few weeks ago, I don't even know if it's been announced yet that he's the starter, but I happen to know. <laughs> when I spoke to him on the air, he, he, he's from a he's from a simply Israel-connected family from California. That's it. That's the extent of his Judaism. Mm-hmm. And he decided he's going to become an Israeli citizen and takes representing the Jewish people on the field so seriously. I was in I was in uh, the Ilan Ramon Memorial in the Negev a few weeks ago, and and you know mm-hmm. he 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 knew the importance. And he knew the the seriousness of saying Kiddush in space, even though he may not have yeah. said Kiddush every week in his house because he knew he was representing the Jewish people. And I think all of this has to be emphasized. Uh, Ilan Ramon was an amazing Kiddush Hashem maker. I was just in the Kennedy Space Center uh, and saw his, his kind of biography uh, memorial page there, um, and it just talks about all the stuff that he did to show his, his Jewish and Israeli pride. It's important to remember that Elon Ramon was also a big fighter for right. Israel. He was the Air Force, uh, one of the on the right, but he was in the bomb squadron right. that that took out the Osirak bomb. He was the youngest guy there, and because he was the youngest and unmarried, they put him last right. because uh, the, he was the most expendable in that sense. Right. <laughs> and and he made it out of there. Uh, yeah, he, he he was a great Kiddush Hashem, and, and if you watch Israeli TV today, you will find a lot of Orthodox people in key positions, like uh, like Sivan Rahav Meir, for example, and, and people are watching these people, and they see it, and they're just they're attracted to Judaism. It's a more full identity when you have the land of Israel. The people of Israel following the, the Torah and the God of Israel, looking up at the, at the God of Israel above, and, and people are just, it, there's more of a yearning for that today. Yerushalayim is taking a more prevalent role in, in, in Israeli identity. Uh, Tel Aviv continues to be, you know, what they call the Merkaz, the center. But still, though, there is, there is a tendency towards Judaism. Uh, and I'm glad that you see it that way. For me, I also see it that way, but I would love to see it expand even more. Right. Uh, no, um, I, uh, you, you know, I agree with you on that. You know, I agree with right. you. Right. By when the I, way, when I, when I go to the when I go to the army, uh, I find I kind of quiz my my friends, uh, my colleagues, and I'm uh, sometimes I'm just like, Ush! like, right. like they have a sense for it, but but uh, but it's not. Uh, I'll give you a few examples. Just Shavuot, for example, Shavuot is people just don't know exactly what Shavuot is about. They know it's the, you know, it's the. It, it became culturally like the the holiday that you eat milk, right. milk products. Okay, which is great, but like even more. But your point is is that Judaism uh, is is alive and well, especially in in the in the secular world. Here in America, if you're very secular, you assimilate out. Yeah. Um, you assimilate out, or, or for my purposes as a more politically oriented person, I see that if you're assimilated and you don't have the historic and biblical knowledge, you're more likely to be a victim of propaganda that tells you, for example, that Hebron is an Arab city where a few crazy Jews have moved right. into and tried to take away Palestinian land. If you 
if you don't know much historically or haven't been there as a soldier, if you haven't had those experiences, you're much more likely to be a victim. And, and in fact, uh, this guy, Isa Amru, who's a big anti-Israel activist from Hebron, uh, Arab uh, anti-Israel activist, uh, he, they wrote an article about him in Tablet Magazine, and he says pretty much overtly, he says, yeah, my target now is American Jews. And, and in parentheses, he didn't quite say it. He said it in a different way, but it's like they don't know much, and I have much more they're the more, ability to they're, they're, brainwash they're them. More, they're more malleable. Exactly. Uh, well, what can I tell you? By the way, you heard this rumor that uh, – I, I should be careful saying this publicly, but I'll try to get away with it. You heard this rumor that now they're davening mincha every day on the uh, Harabayat without Sidurim. But, uh, it's not a rumor. I've done it myself. What's the story? <laughs> what happened? What happened that they're allowing it now? We've been, we've been, it's, it's, for, it's not, it's not, it hasn't, it's not created by the new government. The new government has not stopped it, but, uh, but it hasn't been created by the new government. In the last two years, uh, there's been, in general, there's been a huge push towards normalization on the Temple Mount. And there's been created a yeshiva, mamash, at the entrance of the Temple Mount. And, and Rabbi uh, Eliyahu What's his last name? I forgot right now. Um, and we go up there, and they've been just stepping back and letting us do our thing. I, I had the, I'm telling you, the greatest, one of the greatest chutz in my life was two Rosh Hashanahs ago that I went up both days in the morning. Instead of going to shul, I went up to Harabayat, and there were Jews there. Nachem, you will not believe it, young Jews who knew the whole <gasps> davening by heart, oh including, including the way you say the bracha on, on Harabite, which is different, and they knew the Kriyat Torah and the Haftorah all by heart, and they, we said the whole thing, including the Akedah, including reading the Akedah. <gasps> we did the whole davening. It was breathtaking. I mean, I mean... If we step back and think about what we're talking about, it's really crazy. It's like in the heart of the Jewish world, in the heart of the land of Israel, in the capital of the Jewish state, in Jerusalem, we're talking about the big deal of being able to pray right. on the Temple Mount. It should right. be Peshitta. It should right. be, right. It should be, should be an, a non-issue. Right. But as, uh, and even the Supreme Court has backed it. Right. But, uh, but as, the bottom line is, is that it's been more and more normalized, and there is prayer on the Temple Mount. And you know what? You, your first concern right now was, should I say it publicly, lest we ruin this thing? But I want you to know that the Temple Mount people always say, no, we should say it out loud that this is what we're doing, and this is what we're pushing for, and this is the right thing. So I'm glad we're discussing it. Wow. What you just told me. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, my my mom made Aliyah, uh, what is it now, five years ago, and she has become a a Temple Mount activist, Temple Mount Jew. She's up there, mamish once a week, bringing people up. And, uh, and he, my mom has strengthened my resolve to be uh, a, a more dedicated Temple Mount person. For example, the, uh, the, the newspaper Makori Shon, which is one of Israel's top papers, but leans more to the right and to the national, to the religious, um, has a page every, every Friday, which is called Dafabite, which means the homepage, but also means the, the, the page of Harabite. Uh, and there's a guy named there uh, by the name of Segal, and he, uh, he, he just put out a book about Harabite, and it's becoming more... He, now on Tisha B'Av, I was there on Tisha B'Av, we went up 2,000 people. Uh, I, I brought my two sons up there. A- at the same time, the Arabs are sensing this, and they are stepping up violence, 
uh, to stop people from going up to the Temple Mount, and it should be given credit to the Bennett government that this uh, particular Tisha B'Av, at 6.30 in the morning, they were already throwing rocks, and the, and the order was given. The police went in there, Chazak, they went in there strong, and pushed back on the, on the terrorists and allowed, up, uh, allowed Jews to pray on, on, uh, on the Temple Mount, which was an important test. So, yeah, uh, it's... it's Listen, there are some rabbis who are against it. I know that some listeners might say, is it us or is it not? Uh, my rabbis, including Rabbi Moshe Dovetendler, he should be healthy and well. He's going through some stuff right now uh, in America. And many of my rabbis, uh, uh, Rabbi Nachum Rabinovich, Allah Shalom, and many others, uh, you know, promote the rights of Jews and the importance of Jews to pray on the Temple Mount. And I am proudly one of those people. Well, I, I, we, we've said for years... Uh, we encourage people to go to the halachically permissible areas of the Temple Mount. Simple as that. I think anybody who's banned it completely was doing it only because of a, you know, a get there, only because they wanted to make sure no one ever goes close to the uh, improper, you know, places where it would not be proper to go. But certainly, you just said Rabbi Tendler, I mean, he, he'll be the first to tell you that there are halachically, um, uh, practically, there are halachically uh, approved places to go to on the Temple Mount, and I'm assuming that that's where you generally hang out. Absolutely. So there you no, go. Nobody, nobody here. Nobody here is trying to do kiddush Hashem through chilus It's not a mitzvah v'avera. We right. do it through the permissible ways. Uh, but at the same time, there is also on, on top of on top of the wondrousness of coming close to the to, to the mount of God, to the house of God, and therefore to God Himself. There's also something called kibush. We have to. We have right. to. We have to. There's there's a fight to capture this place and to not let it be uh, the the realm of of. Uh, of of the people who want to deny our our, our very presence in this land. Yeah, not in making simple, in simple words. We 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 have to push back on the jihad in simple yeah. terms. Not making the same mistake of fifty plus years ago. Uh, Yishai, sure. can't thank you enough. Uh, enjoy your stay in the United States, and uh, of course, enjoy your return to the Holy Land. And we look forward to seeing you and speaking to you in the holy city of Hebron. God bless you. Uh, I'm, I'm again. I'm a little bit jealous that you got a chance to fly in. And I'm glad. Uh, that, how, how was that, Elon Ramon? Uh, did you go down to the airport? Is that where you went? No, I went. You, we, new... you know the Machtesh. Uh, you know. Yeah. You know where Breshit is on the edge of the uh, crater. So right, sure. literally right there, Mitzpah Ramon. Uh, there's a uh, there's a an unbelievable memorial tribute to him. I mean, the entire building is dedicated to him, and they have it's a museum with artifacts and items and history and great videos, and it, it was just wonderful. It was incredible. That's uh, I'm gonna I have not been there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go there when I come back because of your recommendation. Thank and you. And also we have a new and we have a new airport in the south. Yes, close Name, to named for him and which, his son, right? Right, exactly the the Ramon Airport. And let's let's pray that this COVID business or our leaders. You know, either COVID goes away, or our leaders wake up, and let's allow not just not just one airport to be full, but two airports at least uh, in the Holy Land to to welcome all the folks from around the world, especially the Jewish people, back to Eretz Yisrael. Amen to that. And by the way, Chayyusara this year would be relatively early, right? It would be really early in the calendar. If yeah. I'm, if I'm yeah, looking, yeah. if I'm looking now, it's uh, let's see. Hey, give me a second. It would be it would be the 30th of October. Wow, that is an early Chayyusara, 30th of October. Let's hope and pray. Mm-hmm. Let's hope and pray we reunite in the holy city of Hebron for that one, Yishai. Okay, I, I, if if you if you want it, just tell me. I'll I'll hook you up with the through the Hebron Fund. Hook you up with a with a VIP uh, bed there, which is like you know VIP in Hebron Chaisara is like two star in a regular. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, deba- I'm debating now if I should challenge you on the two star thing and go a little lower, but okay. <laughs> Yishai, but we'll get you in there, as they say in Texas, Yishai. God bless you. God bless you. Nachum, thanks so much for having me on, and God bless you. will see you soon. Always a pleasure. Yishai Fleischer, everybody. Unbelievable. More coming up. It's a Wednesday at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with the Breslov Bar Band here on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, what do we have before that? We had some uh, Yitzhak Fuchs, Sufim is the name of that selection. And you heard Come Back, Moshav Band, thought was the thought that was the appropriate way to wrap up our conversation with uh, Yishai Fleischer here on a Wednesday morning broadcast at J.M. in the A.M. Go to artscroll.com slash good food. Artscroll.com slash good food for the um for the latest from Sina Mizrahi. It's the Sina Mizrahi cookbook. It's called Good Food. Make sure to use promo code radio. Every time you go to uh, artscroll.com, use promo code radio, you get your discount, plus you get free shipping. You know the rule when you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. I ordered something from Artscroll this week. I used promo code radio. You know, why not? Why shouldn't I, as they say? <laughs> uh, this listener says, welcome, Yishai. Yitzhak and Kemp Mill. Thank you, Yitzhak. Listener Glenn, wonderful interview with Yishai. Kolakavod. Thank you. Listener Morris, what a great song to play after the Yishai Fleischer interview. Genius. The land is definitely calling me. <laughs> I like that. I also love the Harabayat update. Amazing. Yeah, the Harabayat update. Who told it to me? Who said it to me in Israel? Oh, I know. Oh, it wasn't in Israel. It was past Sunday night. This past Sunday night, I saw my friend Seth Schreiber, and he revealed to me what's going on in Harabayat. Yeah. He is in the know. He's really in the know. And he told me what's happening up there in Harabayat. Pretty amazing. Really pretty amazing. And I might have to, I might have to issue an apology uh, to those who said to me years ago that in my lifetime we'll have full sovereignty over Harabayat. I didn't think it's possible, but you want to know something? Who knows? Maybe it will be possible now, which would be amazing and incredible, frankly. We shall see. We shall see. Acheinu Yisrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AchimSegal.com and then AchimSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN Wraps up a, uh, what is today? Wraps, <laughs> wraps up a Wednesday here at JM and the AM, and I thank all of you for tuning in. Tomorrow morning, we'll be back, of course, please God, and we'll be keeping an eye, if not both eyes, on Team Israel versus South Korea. Oh, let's hope. Let's hope tomorrow goes well in Japan at the Olympic Games. Yeah, by the way, for those of you who uh, who asked me if I'm paying attention to the Olympics and I said no, I forgot that I really am because uh, obviously we're paying very much attention to Team Israel. Anyway, that starts tomorrow. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Alchemist will remind you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.